Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal development advisor and NLP trainer here, and you're listening to episode 131 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to offer tips, tools, strategies, and advice for helping us have the best quality life and relationships that we can. So welcome to episode 131 entitled Avoiding Success Traps. Um, I thought I'd look at this episode because it's one thing to get to um, a place of success in your life. It's a whole other ball game to uh, maintain over an extended period of time um, the level of success that you've created rather than um, uh, imploding or falling backwards. Um, it generally tends to be the case in, in hierarchies of, of competency and dominance um, that, that um, people can get to the top um, and not not everybody has the kind of uh, work ethic, skill set um, to to necessarily want to put the time, energy, and effort into getting there. But it's another thing to be able to spend an extended period of time at the top of your um, particular hierarchy of expertise. And so there's a number of things I wanted to look at. Some of the things that can potentially go wrong or challenge us or get in the way of maintaining the success that we've worked so hard to achieve. Um, one of the key things I, I think that's well worth mentioning is, um, you know, keeping a balanced sense of self-esteem. You know, that that's, there's a real artistry in supportive self-concept that, that where our competency level and our confidence levels um, are realistic and reasonably balanced. You know, I've met some people who are extremely competent and skillful, but aren't where they um, aren't where they uh, probably should be because their self doubt and confidence is is um, gets in the way. And then I've certainly met people whose level of confidence in themselves way exceeds their level of skill and competency. Um, so both of those areas can uh, be problematic. And so, you know, this is why it, it, it's, a real, um, it's a real skill in itself to keep our confidence and competency levels balanced. And this is also where um, a trusted support group is so important because sometimes we also need that ability to, to have a little bit of external feedback about how we're coming across in the world, um, and that we're you know we're we're seeking um, advice from people who we can trust, um, who aren't advising us from a place of their own agenda, um, but but generally want for us not only our success but our continued success, and and are generally delighted and supported by that rather than. Um, frustrated or, or um, um, jealous or or in envy of those kinds of things. So having that balance is very, very important. Uh, again, as always, getting the right people around us and continuing to do that um, is, is absolutely essential, especially if the kind of 
success we're looking to achieve is is more than that that requires other people you know the size of our vision is so big um that it that it needs other people then it's vital that we that we get the skills right or employ someone who's very good at getting the right people around us and then also knowing how to on a consistent basis get the best out of the best people around us um so there's that sort of side of the dynamic um the other trap sometimes of success is 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 premature understanding we can get to a belief um you know some of the best experts in fields that i that 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 i've come across are the ones who still perceive themselves to be learning even though that they're at the top of their field they're still open to learning more about their field they still understand that there is more to be learned about their particular field so we're remaining teachable we're remaining open to new ideas um and i think this is very important from a historical perspective too um if we go back 100 years there's not one field of human endeavor that that has that the the knowledge and understanding at that particular time in that field has not progressed and and some ideas that were held 100 years ago in economics psychology um physics all of these areas some have been built on and others have been disproven so we have to be open to the fact that within the knowledge of the context or the or the field of endeavor that we're in it it's we're we're in a continuum we're in a flow we are certainly not um at the peak of understanding about that particular field there are going to be advancements still um in mathematics there's going to be advancements in our understanding of um uh, neuroscience of of physics will continue to develop like there's not a single field um that that won't develop uh, uh potentially in and expand its knowledge base so we have to be very open not only to being still teachable um regarding our particular field of expertise um especially as more and more you know our measurement and testing methodologies uh become more and more advanced like i i very much could see in the realms of psychiatry and psychology and 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 human mind development that you know more and more the use of brain scans um the use of neuroscience in supporting and developing people going forward is 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 just going to become something that you know 20 or 30 years from now potentially we we wouldn't even consider you know if you're sitting for a job interview you'll be expected to bring your brain scans um uh, or something like that um and and that'll just be common place um so and and a lot of if we look at the law of unintended consequence you know there's going to be a lot of development still to come that we haven't even foreseen yet um so we've got to be open we've got to be teachable we 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 you know we can't get too fixed in our thinking because then we get really really vulnerable um but paradoxically we also can't move too far away from what got us here time and time again i've seen people in different areas or in different businesses they've employed employed a certain set of methodology that's worked very well and has got them to the top of the tree so to speak and then for some inexplicable reason they've changed that strategy that works um and the results end up being impacted you know the, there's some sense 
maybe a change of perception in the mind that goes, um, you know, I've, I've worked hard, I've done these things, I've gotten to this point, and now I need to consolidate and protect what I have. And paradoxically, sometimes by changing that mindset to one of consolidation and protection, um, we actually make uh, what we've achieved, we, we put that at risk um, because we stop doing what works. Um, you know, if we have been very vigorous on our self-care because we know we want to bring our best mental and physical clarity to uh, what we're doing, um, so, we, you know, we scheduled exercise time, we scheduled meditation time, we scheduled kind of, um, you know, bonding time with those around us that were precious to us, um, and and then we've found that we, 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 we've let those key elements atrophy we've let them drift away and as a result our mental well-being our physical well-being that we're at the center of keeping us going um uh, that those things have taken a hit so you know it's important it paradoxically it's important to you know continue to do the things that have worked um, and this is why consistency seems to be um uh, time and time again as as one of those key building blocks of success um, consistency comes up and the ability to to do the things that work well time and time again to a standard um, is a statistically a very strong element of, of getting us to where we want to go and go in life. Um, and if we are dropping off on those things, we're recognizing that and we're making corrections or we're addressing the things that got us distracted. You know, what, what pulled me off course there? Um, and is it something I can uh, mitigate in the future? Um, again, if we've worked very hard on our self-education and our self-awareness to get where we are, um, that doesn't stop. You know, we, we, we keep going with that. that, that to, to me, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a continuum. That, that doesn't ever stop. I think it gets very dangerous when we get to a point where we go, oh, I understand myself sufficiently. Um, given how much is emerging about the impact of certainly unconscious neurological processes, well, I, I think we're a long, long way off. Um, so we're, you know, this is where uh, we're, we're continuing to journey, we're continuing to put the effort in, we're continuing to develop. Um, we may, um, once we've reached a certain level of success, we might allow ourselves to come back slightly on that, but we're making sure that we're not getting too far away from the things that got us to where we are. Um, we, we understand that um, we, we've always got, um, you know, if we think about kind of the reward circuitry in our brain and things like, um, uh, you know, the dopamine, the, the, the pleasure chemical, that that, you know, comes more from wanting than having. So this is why it's so important that we we, we still continue to have goals because what sometimes happens is, you know, we get this, this kind of hit from, um, you know, going after our goal and seeing that we're getting closer. Then we get the goal and then all of a sudden um, we can go through a period of flatness. Um, and it's in that, that, that flat stage that we can get off track and we become vulnerable to making poor choices. So, you know, we've got our set of goals, but we've also got our set of goals beyond those goals, you know, so that, yes, you know, my aim is to get to a place of success, then where am I going to from there? Or my aim is to be one of those people that's successful at success. 
because statistically speaking, there is a vast difference between those that reach the top of their field and those that reach the top of their field and stay there. That is a very, very small percentage of people that can consistently stay at the top of the competence or dominance hierarchy that they've reached um, compared to those who can get there um, and stay there. I mean, you, you just have to look at the analogy of sporting teams um, who who kind of get to the pinnacle, you know, they win the, the cup or the grand final or the premiership or whatever, and how difficult it is to consistently back up on that. Um, so um, the same goes in most fields of expertise. Um, it, it's a skill set in and of itself to, to get there and stay there. Um, so as I say, we're making sure that we remain teachable and we may remain open. I think the other thing to too is, is that whilst we're remaining open to being teachable in our profession and, and, and uh, open to new data and new understandings or understandings that are presently exist to having more nuance or um, expanding, um, but we're also taking that um, process into our personal lives. We're, we're willing to to be open to learning more about ourselves, um, and I and I'm willing to even see more about myself. You know, I, you know, can I be open to seeing the things about myself that I might ne not necessarily like? Um, so it's not that I'm just open to having positive new understandings about myself, but I'm I'm open to seeing the parts of me that maybe aren't as developed, maybe are wounded, maybe are malicious. Um, because the, the more I can see the totality of my being, the more likely I am to, to um, you know, address the things that might blindside me, even if I find them uncomfortable. But this is part of the process of getting there, you know, getting to the top and staying at the top. Um, so, as I say, th there's, a, there's a few things to, certainly that's not, not everything, but I, I just th thought I would want to kind of look at you know, every process or every experience we have in life um, has consequences, has price tags. You know, uh, what's what's this this decision or choice going to cost me, and am I willing to pay the price, so to speak? Because you know, again, life is a series of you know prioritizing uh, one thing over another. So if I'm going to prioritize my success, then um, um, and, and then what am I going, you know, then is succeeding in remaining successful my next priority and what would that take? Um, and making sure, as I say, that we're not stepping away from the things that got us there, but we are open to new understandings at the same time. That's that, that paradoxical balance. Um, and if we, we tip too far one way or the other, that, that you know, this is where, if we're grounded in our own self-awareness, this helps us correct a little bit. And if we've got this good support group around us who can also say, hey, hey, I, I feel like you've got a, you know, you, you've got a little bit off centre here, you know, would, would you would you be open to some advice um, as to what, you know, you used to do it, it this way or you used to be a lot more jovial and engaging. Now I notice you tend to be more tunnel visioned and, and intense and not as not as reachable and not as engaging as a result. Would you be interested in some feedback as to, you know, my, my, my thoughts on how that's affecting your interactions with others? Um, so there you go. And, and like I said, I think it is, you know, we're, we're, we're realistic in the sense that, you know, that, that um, 
on the on the road to success, uh, part of the skill set around getting there as well as, you know, kind of this process of working very diligently is, is you know, really having a, an effective relationship with failure because um, on, on the pathway to getting there, it's inevitable that we're going to make some mistakes so that we're making sure we've got a healthy relationship with mistakes. We're learning, we're adjusting, but we're not letting that whack our confidence too much or, you know, trigger us with shame, embarrassment, you know, turn on our hyper harsh inner critic that berates us, um, uh, you know, but rather that we, we see a failure as sometimes a necessary step. And as long as we're not, you know, we're not taking risks that if they don't come off, they, they wipe us out of the game, so to speak. Um, you know, we're always considering if, worst case scenario, if this didn't work, can I carry the price tag? Does it, does it mean I'm still in the game uh, rather than I put all my money into this one thing, for example, that I wanted to come off? It didn't come off and now I'm bankrupt, which means I can't keep going with the business. So, you know, we are factoring in the fact that, you know, we're, 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 we're going to make some wrong steps. But as long as we're not so far wrong that it takes us out completely, then, you know, how do I continue to front up and use failure as a way to continue to move forward and progress? Um, so, uh, yeah, a bit of a, there, there's a few ideas anyway around um, avoiding the traps of success. Um, there are certainly many others. Um, we, we may talk about that in terms of later on, such as, you know, like I said, depending on how much effort and energy you've put into getting there, is that still sustainable going forward? Um, uh, but um, we, we may come back and revisit this topic at another stage because it's much broader and more expansive. Um, but there's a few thoughts for you on um, how we can avoid getting trapped in our success or inadvertently working hard to get our success and then finding that we've sabotaged it. So thank you for listening to the episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as always, if you've been following along with the show um, from wherever you are in the world, um, thank you so much. I'm really, really grateful that you take the time to listen to the program. Hope you're continuing to get good value out of it. If you've just joined us, thank you. Welcome. Um, uh, really hope you've enjoyed the episode and um, if you want to continue to support the show, uh, please go to iTunes, download, subscribe and leave a five star review as it makes it easier for others to find the program. And I think the more education we can get um, or at least um, ideas about how to get more effective at approaching the world um, and being in the world um, with with more effectiveness. Um, uh, you know, we can never get too much of, of, um, of that kind of education. Then it's just picking through and finding out what works best for you. Um, but uh, also the show is available on Stitcher and Podbean and other podcast mediums and at the website emergencetraining.com.au. So by all means, um, if you've got any ideas for episodes um, and thank you for the people who have over the course of the journey um, requested certain topics be covered on the show. Uh, very grateful. Um, so yeah, if you've got some recommendations, please email, send them through. If I think I can, you know, pop out a few things on, on the particular topic um, that you've requested, then happy to do so. Um, and uh, apart from that, um, yeah, of course, check us out at the website, emergencetraining.com.au. I offer one-to-one 
coaching for uh, personal and business aspects of life around human dynamics, um, and then my training programs as well. So uh, thank you once again for being with me on this episode. And until we're together on another episode, bye for now.